0: All right, we'll let you start. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. This is Mike. Uh,
0: no, Mike, the host that <laughs> can actually do stuff. That's my thing. Uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> hope tune you out after that. Tune. <laughs>
1: hope you beautiful people are doing well out there yes. in uh, Soda City. Yes. Um, this week we got a dope show lined up for you. We do. We're going to be talking about this music doo doo ash drought that we've been on. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've heard a decent album, and I swear all music is starting to flow together. It's, it's just all sounding the same. It is hard. So we're going to be talking about that since uh, the summer. <laughs> it's hard, bro. Since talking... the summer's about to heat up next week. Is that what's about to happen? Yeah. We're all excited. We're all excited for an hopef- uh, album with no features. <laughs> Hopefully there's features. Oh um, Pray to
0: God it's features.
1: We're also gonna be talking about how Black people keep struggling, <laughs> <laughs> how Black people stay struggling in something.
0: <laughs> that is not the topic.
1: The topic is the struggle for personal liberation.
0: Yes. We so focus on other struggles that we can't focus on well, the struggle journey. The us. journey is the path personal liberation. Yeah. I didn't say nothing about struggle, but oh, did I say struggle? I can't remember. My struggle did. bus. No, we're not doing that. So, oh. we're gonna be jumping into all of that. Yes.
1: Hopefully everybody's doing well out there. I hope y'all are doing well for real.
0: Yeah, um,
1: it's starting to get hot.
0: So look, like well, you know, South Carolina, you know, it'd be spring Monday, and then winter again Wednesday. Yeah, and then it'd be summer for seven months. <laughs> right. Um, but
1: in the meantime, and in between time, check out our Patreon. Yes, you have patreoncom slash ignorance. Yes. Um, if you haven't already, it's only five dollars. It's only five dollars.
0: Dollars. I just put up um the bonus footage from my last episode, which we didn't see last week's or the week before last episode of um. It's just a joke with Sauce got jokes and Brian Garcia. Oh, that
1: thing was so funny.
0: It was <laughs> hilarious. And uh, we put up some bonus footage about I don't know how we started talking about Dragon Ball Z before the show. Bro, but it was going it was in. Whole, it was a whole thing. Um, you can find out find out all kind of reviews, ignorant conversations. Um, me and Will just shooting the shit. Me and Will's therapy session is on there. Yes, <laughs> with Jay Littles out the J. Um was real. <laughs> that was not so funny. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> that was not so funny. It was funny in spots. It was funny in spots. Dark and others. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good, man.
1: Um, so check it out. Only five dollars. It's other tiers too. If you uh, if you want to get down like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Huh? So how about extra? You want to? Um, yeah. Make sure I get another. Video. Oh yeah, if you want to have an extra, if you don't, if you wanna get some extra publicity, uh, we do advertisements and stuff like that. Most of the local shows, but we do a favor for everybody, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, turns out. So I don't know if you've listened to music lately. I've been trying, but it's hot fucking garbage. You know what? It's not actually it's worse than hot garbage. It's very mediocre. Like it's <laughs> right in the middle, like. What have you been listening to lately? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I tried to listen to this new Moneybagg Yo album. Because I was like, man, Money <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not lie. I like Moneybagg. I like literally every cat out of Memphis right now. I like all of them. You enjoy it. Moneybagg Yo, Shiesty, uh Dolph, Key Glock. I even like Yo Gotti some.
0: Yo Gotti, Hermes, but I don't even know Gotti and Dolph. I don't that know you just, just named. I don't even. They, sound, they all sound younger than 25 years old.
1: No, they like 26, you know, 27, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah. I, but that
1: mm. Moneybag Yojoo was it was like one, two songs on there.
0: I was like, okay, I
1: messed with this. <sighs> and then that doo-doo songs. Khaled album came out.
0: Bruh, so why was niggas on um, my time when I talk about Khaled snapped on his album? This is the best Khaled album I've ever.
1: Definitely not. <laughs> Kiss the Ring is the best Khaled album I've ever heard. Ugh. But I don't see how you have so many superstars on an album, and it would be just flat.
0: You know what I was thinking about? Heather said, "Who are these people?" That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> One good um point that Smith had made at the last podcast about comedy and um, Kevin Hart and why he's not as funny anymore is because he said like he's trying to please more people. Like he's more you know wildly um, worldly. Worldwide known now Mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, just in the hood. I wonder if that's the same thing with these Khaled albums where like he's trying to appeal to such a large variety of people who love, well, who consume rap music, including like mostly like white audiences, mostly mainstream audiences. And therefore it's getting like watered down because you're trying to appeal to. I mean, yeah, that
1: and I think that artists don't care anymore about Khaled albums. Like they don't really put in a real effort.
0: You know, so? they they know it's going. And
1: something. also, it's like just being in quarantine for a year, like not possibly not making music for a whole year because you, you know you can't make money off of it no way. You know what I mean?
0: So you think he's like
1: purposely? No, I'm not saying Khaled. Or... I'm saying like artists are probably phoning it in or like
0: on purpose or just lack of inspiration.
1: Lack of inspiration. They might be in like family mode. You know what I mean? We know that. Not in that tour mode. You know, like I feel like a lot. I don't know, but I feel like rappers live like a. Like a in the studio all the time kind of life. Like when you're like when you're in it. On who you talking Unless about. Unless you like J. Cole or Kendrick <laughs> or something. Like you a family guy. <laughs> like you out there for two or three four months out of the year and you back in the house.
0: But you're, currency, <laughs> you're definitely in the studio all the time. Yeah. All exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Currency, Freddie Gibbs, always in the studio. Bruh, all the time.
1: But guess what? Them niggas not on these albums.
0: <laughs> it's showing up right. Um I don't know. You might be right. I think it... I think, yeah, the not going on tour is a, a huge factor of it. Like, not knowing that you're not about to make the majority of what most artists make their money from, yeah. which is tours. Um, yeah, you might be like, I got to put something out. Let me just... Let me throw put this throwaway these, on here. Yeah, let me get these mediocre, talented <laughs> beats. And
1: Were you disappointed by the... Have you heard
0: it, the Cowlows I did not. You
1: something.
0: haven't heard the Jay and Nas john either? I, you know what? I didn't. I haven't listened to it because I haven't been moved to Like, I felt like I... What I knew about it, and then I didn't think I would like it anyway. Is it actually good? No. That's what that's how I felt. Like I was like, I don't even want to be disappointed because these are two of my favorite rappers. I've never been. (laughs) I've never I've never been like
1: so let down in my life by Jay and Nas. It was a remix of "Song Cry," right? I don't remember. I
0: don't even remember the beat. (laughs) I don't even remember the beat. I was—I remember just not being moved, and I think it's because the way people even talk about music right now, like you just kind of know, like it's gonna be something. Yeah. Like I was
1: on Brent Fires in quarantine. I was like, "Oh, this nigga's
0: killing it." Absolutely.
1: No, nah, this nigga's old to me. Like, he's still good.
0: What song made you think he's old now?
1: You were just ranting a raven over on- um, gravity. That's yeah, my shit. let's see. You. That's my shit. it but just like, came out like yesterday. It came out like two months ago. Calm down. So what? Maybe three. What changed? It's just, I need something him. new. I need something different.
0: Like you don't put out a song where you respect a woman and now you now you don't like a woman. No Gravity's not definitely not about respect. No, man, no, 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 no. I'm talking about um the other one you came out with. Um, oh, I didn't listen show to you that all. trash.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that
0: <laughs> fucking garbage.
1: Of course not. We right? got the wrong subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you do, my man. I don't like and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Spotify be fucking up. What do you mean? Spotify be playing the most vanilla songs sometimes. Like after you get on Spotify for a while and you, like, kind of diversify your uh the, the things you're listening to, mm-hmm. Spotify will get you in some dark spots on these daily playlists. Is it because they don't have anything to really give you? <laughs> Is that why? Maybe so. Maybe so. I've been listening to Alfredo. At least one song for Alfredo. Every day. <laughs>
0: it's got be every single day. Bro, that's, me.
1: that's something to rap about. Oh, my God. Bro. Is great. I just need something new, and we I got this whack ass announcement tomorrow. I'm, I'm I'm ready to be let down by Why this TDE you? announcement.
0: So, this, this is exactly what you've been asking for, and now you already just because they're it. lying to me. <laughs> they didn't say nothing, they just said the wait is over. I
1: don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're T- T- a tour, you getting new know, TDE tour April 2022.
0: <laughs> yo, they better not. You know what's gonna make you upset? I'm 99% sure this Isaiah Rashad album. Really? Because um, which is kind of what you predicted. Um, because I saw some leakage from some video that was some leakage. Years. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> then um, he put out some new song. But well, he has a new song. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be. But like, it could be. good. Yeah. It's it's very hard. I think you have a good point about just people just kind of. As an artist, like I do relate to like a sense of like, I was freaking out because I wasn't feeling inspired to put out any like quote unquote, deliverables mm-hmm. during this whole downtime. And as an artist, like, you kind of tell yourself like, this is when you should be going off. And I think um just that that lack of int- interpersonal energy, yo, like that, knowing that you're not gonna see your fans like that, that you can't really, you know, hug one people face to face like that, that you, it's a different type of inspiration you get from like being in constant interaction with your fans versus this whole virtual shit, mm-hmm. when y'all are all just in the house and watching versus and shit you know what i'm saying like and i think that's really a huge part of it i feel like everything we've enjoyed over this last year like versus and
1: uh even even some people have gotten fed up with the damn skype the zoom meetings at the house like (laughs) well we got fed up with it for sure
0: right oh absolutely
1: all these things that was like kind of cool at the beginning yes old as hell now oh zoom
0: Remember when Zoom was like everyone was like, oh my God, like I get to go to meetings in my drawers and they won't do yeah, Wake up and walk on the computer. I remember mean, when we were over it, like personally, like Bro. We, we hit that up. We're like, like, fuck this shit at the house. Give the studio immediately, please. <laughs> um, but like with people who like, I got going on, like, okay, so your boy Drake got certified lover boy coming out. My man has delayed that shit just for money. <laughs> yeah, that's-, that's the only reason he's delayed it. Oh, it's at, for the acid of frustration. Uh, this TDE announcement will come out tomorrow. Y'all about to get a Hemp Future album. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, FK, Twitch, so got an album coming out. Um, and of course, your boy J. Cole next week. Uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't
1: give a shit. <laughs> I don't know, but I just need new music. Um, but he also has uh, Interlude coming out tonight, I think. Interlude. It's a song he's releasing. He was gonna release the whole album once, but he's releasing a single. It's called Interlude. It's supposed to drop it to midnight. That should sound sleepy. Interlude. <laughs> this is
0: sounds sleepy. What do <laughs> you want me to do, man? Like I'm not the nigga, bro. <laughs> so this is my question. Like <laughs> that's cool. So with all this music coming on the, on the, the just on the the cusp of the end of the pandemic, like are you excited, man? Like you think artists will come out of this better than ever? That's my question. I hope so. But do you think so? <laughs> I've been let down
1: before. <laughs> you sound so cynical about this shit. Bro, like, just, just just, get back out there. Like, I'm okay if y'all don't start too great, because mm-hmm. I understand that. But just start. That's all I'm asking for. Your boy Conway put on an album. <laughs> yeah, he did. Thank you. That's it was somewhat mediocre. Book. It really, <laughs> really was. It really was. Benny put out an album. plug him at too.
0: Which is better you than that?
1: You could have. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're gonna have big comfort. I know,
0: right? Um, that shit was mediocre. Yeah, it's very exhausting. Yeah. Like I'll be scrolling through Spotify. Like yeah, it's, it's so Alchemist, sad, ain't it? Alchemist put out two albums. I, was, about I, I know about the second one. I don't know about the other one. Was both of them it was just like, all right, like you gonna have some Alchemist slaps, but like. Okay. It was just like, all right, that was a thing. Give me something else. Like, it's it feels like fast food, man. Bro, I even checked out a Yachty album. And, like, Ugh. <laughs> I
1: Desperate did. Time. I checked out a Yachty album.
0: Desperate times.
1: I was like, okay, little Yachty
0: went to, you know, his whole thing was he was going to Detroit Flow this this time. Yeah. yeah. One good thing I can't say personally is like, a lot of my playlists be long as hell. Like, I made like four or five hours, some of them even oh, eight so hours.
1: Oh, so, so, you plan for this?
0: It was like some classes that I did, because I've been playing my playlist, and I haven't listened to them in, like, entirely forever. That shit was lit. Bro. So, like, do not. I'll I'm, I'm
1: lazy, so I'm using these Spotify daily joints. That's <laughs> <laughs> not the way, my man. <laughs> it's not. Please. I, every day, I listen to a song off of
0: Alfredo. The, every single day. got to be the top. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're going to raise a rag. Sierra Wag Album got to come out every, any day now.
1: Lord Jesus. Please, please come out. Please, hear away. Please. She making so much money
0: not putting out an album. Bro, you saw that she had a little deal with um, like Legos and shit? Yeah, I saw that. That's dope, man. But I got I got hope, man. I got faith that artists can't wait to get back in front of people <clears> and that inspiration's going to kick in again and it's going to be lit. I try listening to Goo off that album. Flat. Why? Why don't you do it to Bro, you, you
1: got to give these artists a chance. These artists that are actually putting out music
0: so when I gave Future's honest a chance, that was you.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> let me tell you, well, a long time ago, we were like, all right, yo, future got some dope songs.
0: He was going back to back to back. <laughs>
1: he was he was killing it. He was. And this was like, what year was honest? 2014? I feel like yeah. it was it might have been older than that. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, we we uh, linked up with Mike at some point. <laughs> we was like, yo, I checked out that honest album, Mike said. <laughs> He was like, why would you do that? Because it was so
0: good. No, like, it was all the hits, all the hits on the radio were good. No, back to back to back were great. No, but you, the whole argument is a fallacy because, but CSU we knew came out.
1: No, no, okay, that was later on in life. Okay, but still, it was later on, and we were prepared for that. And We, and we knew future was ready. How, we, how, we knew we that? Was how ready. do we know future was ready? How do we know that? Because he broke up with Sierra.
0: Oh, so he's in the supreme toxic mode. I <laughs> Have a point there.
1: And my man had a couple mixtapes that built up the DS2, and then he released the most beautifully toxic album of it all the time. You can say
0: the same thing about Honor, except for the breakup no. thing. He had like the hype this. The was, this was also at the beginning of Future's career too. Not at the very beginning, because Pluto came out for that. Okay, nobody, so, nobody
1: should have listened to that either. We didn't, <laughs> but like it, the hits kept coming.
0: Whatever I'm man. justified in my. Right. No, you weren't.
1: No, you weren't. DS2 is and then, and then, even after we asked you why you listened to it, you said, "I don't know." <laughs>
0: I didn't. Know. <laughs> I was working. We was working night shift, and life was hard. Period. Well, I time. was rocking
1: that childish Gambino 24 seven. I was too.
0: <laughs> I was too. I just had to think it up a little bit. It's probably childish's fault. to have like kind of little southern like raps inside there too. But no, nah, whatever, man. That's when you, I was justified. Um. Yeah, we got hope, man. Let us know what y'all looking forward to as far as music goes. Chair Wack, please put out an album. Please put it out tonight. Not a one minute. Well, I actually I'll take what I can get. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'll take what I can get. You take another like 15 minute album. Yeah, I will. <laughs> That's shit was playing.
1: That 15 minute album was. A if y'all ride. ever
0: checked out Wack World, yeah, shit is it's the weirdest album you a hip hop album you ever hear in your life. Oh, Hicko Sister with Childish Gambino. You know, us heard
1: one minute songs That's with incredible. hard cutoffs.
0: Bro, hard cut off. It'll make you mad, though. let will just be slapping every single one of them. Yeah, Hungry Hippo. And they just turn off. Oh, and
1: Hungry Hippo. And I was just furious.
0: <laughs> Hungry Hippo is the hardest to ever. Fruit, salads, my shit. Yeah. That whole thing. Dad, you ever um, listen to Tierra Whack? Whack? World? You gotta check yeah. it out. Yeah, you man. got me too old. You're old Child, who's the child's being sued by? <laughs> so much the child's gonna be going to get sued. Oh, for, um, probably for a sample of some shit. But, yeah, Let's put see. in the chat. Put in the chat. Okay, so um, from music liberation, hopefully okay. coming soon. <laughs> to personal liberation. I wanted to ask, man, like it seems like you know we get so caught up in um, you know social justice movements and you know reform talk and all these talks, I'm particularly talking about black people here, all these talks around like you know some type of revolution or reform um, society, society societal reform, That changes the way we're viewed in the world and the way we're treated in the world lately. Um, But with all this stuff, man, I just wonder if people are taking proper care of themselves and are attending to themselves in a way that liberates themselves, like personally, whether it be like, you know, sexually, whether it just be spiritually, um, mentally, most importantly, and even emotionally. Like, I feel like we should adhere to so many restrictions in our personal beings that kind of, restrict the sense of liberation being sus- um, sustaining in our lives, period. So, like, you can fight all day on social media about, like, you know, misogyny this, you know, racism that, but, like, what are you doing to, like, remain happy and fulfilled within yourself on a regular basis? Do you think that's the issue? Like, you know, the common issue going on right now? or I think it's two things. I think that it's hard for people to look inward. Right.
1: So it's just easy to push out, you know, I need to fix this or I need to be a part of this. Right. Because in, because it doesn't force you to do hard work on the inside. Exactly. It only forces you to do, you know, outward work too. And kind of like point the blame at other people for what they're doing wrong. Exactly. Um, Also, I think it's just hard for people to like, just figure out themselves in general. Like, like people are so layered. We're all so layered. It's it's hard to even begin the journey of fixing yourself. It's hard to even know what's fucked up, like right. So when you asking a person to either, hey, put yourself put yourself all in on this cause, and you can have someone else lead you to what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to do it.
0: Jurors say whatever they say. Exactly.
1: Instead of, I'll say the only thing that makes this easier, fix fixing yourself. It's like therapy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But getting putting the work on yourself to like unpack all this
0: other shit that might be wrong with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's just easier. It's super easy. <laughs> it's just
1: super fucking
0: easy. To just take this somebody, and that's what I mean. Internet is so beautiful and so aggravating at the same time because that's the most it's not beautiful. It's very beautiful. What would we what what would our personality be without the internet growing up? I don't know, but my mom's cool, so I still might be cool too. <laughs> like, we can't ignore that. We got, like, uh, endless information to tap into, endless creativity to draw from. Yes,
1: but we all, but 95% of people go to the most toxic parts of the internet. They they involve themselves in the most pointless shit to them. You know what I mean? well like, I'm not saying, like, uh, defeating, uh, you know, racism and all this other stuff isn't important. But I think for a lot of people, it's just a way to ignore the things that are going on with your own self. So, so whether there's a noble cause or not, like it's you're still doing it in detriment to yourself in a way. If that's what you, if you're electing to do it over yourself, I agree. With whether that. it be
0: conscious or unconscious, you know what I mean. I agree with that I just don't know if like you say ninety five percent of people are getting that. But also within those same people, and even more people, I feel like are getting something incredibly useful from the internet, like getting exposed to parts of the world they would probably never go to in person, mm-hmm. having conversations with people they probably would never meet otherwise, getting exposed to different ideas and concepts. Like I said, if you want to talk about art scene, like creativity, that they would never otherwise get probably more. Likely. Yes, that
1: is that is good. But social media, especially, can be wild. Man, can be wild and beautiful. I don't know. I see more wild and beautiful. I see more. <laughs> bro, like, I went to – bro, like, I went to uh, – I was looking at something about the NFL today, right? Mm-hmm. And uh And basically, anyways, homeboy from the Broncos, one of the tackles from the Broncos, got injured while training off-site, right? Uh-huh. And so in the last CBA, in the last collective bargaining between players in the NFL, they basically said – Anytime a player works out off site and is injured, we don't have to pay them f- for their salary that season. Uh-huh. Seems fucked up.
0: Yeah.
1: But anyways, the whole point of this is the comment section it was gross. Was just fucking terrible. Yeah. There was a bunch of I don't cares. Right. Niggas shouldn't have done this anyways. Right, right. Niggas should have known. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like it, it, and I and I see toxic comments like that everywhere. Which you will for sure. They need to remove the comment section because uh, there's a bunch of people shouting back and forth to each. Well, I don't. I don't believe they need to move it, but still, like I, I wish there was more constructive uh, dialogue.
0: A better way to curate it. It's a similar issue that what's happened with Clubhouse right now, um, which I know you don't fuck with Clubhouse, and I'm starting to, have to fuck with it in a lot of ways too. Because when it started off, it started off so for such good reasons. It started off with. Like I said, people being able to have conversations, like real time conversations, mm-hmm. with people they will probably never otherwise meet, and get advice and you know exchange ideas and stuff. And because of that, they didn't have like a way to like curate. They they chose um. Well, I, read, I watched this off For Harriet. They chose like scale over curation, so the the effort the the the, the kind of objective became let's make grow. as much money as possible. Yeah. Versus, like, make this a healthiest platform as possible. I think that's the internet, like, personified. Like, so much of this is just, because, you know, the internet wasn't originally intended for any of these things. It was really intended as a way to maintain communication as a a result of a nuclear war. Mm -hmm. Um, But once it became, you know, commercialized, then it became, like, let's make a bunch of money. Um, But, like, for everything you're saying, like, I can't help but realize, like, Or acknowledge that it's just so much good that's coming out of it. Like for me personally, like platforms like For Harriet, like I've learned so much, so much, and been able to have conversations with so many like scholars and business owners and feminists and all types of people that just make me just think so far beyond myself that I don't think I would ever have reached otherwise. Like I just think that is invaluable for somebody like me and so many other people. But I do feel what you're saying. It's something I struggle with back and forth all the time. It's like the
1: internet is what you use. Like you're gonna, you're gonna get out of it what you, I guess, put into it in a way. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if you're going for good stuff, uh-huh. like if you're going for information, you're going for resources, you're going for this, you're going for that. You're gonna get it back because you will get it back. But people on there either go, either go on there to like. Uh, approach things negatively or to be divisive, and that's what they get back, and unfortunately, I think those people have the loudest voices on the internet, because
0: they're, they're the ones life. always on there. They're you the ones know, always they, on there, and everybody likes to train wreck, so that's when we get the most publicity. And and if those are the people with the loudest voices,
1: it tends to carry into the people who are, like, somewhat just sitting in the middle, and you know what I mean? Kind of just watching it all go down. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the shares keep going up and all the <clears throat> all the toxic shit goes up. How often do you see a story about, like, good shit on it? It's just like the fucking news. You know
0: what I mean? I hear what you're saying. The things that are most proliferated are the negative things. I hear what you're saying. And so, with that, to kind of circle back up to the topic, um, so that negative shit nowadays is more so, um, Perpetuated through justified means. In terms of like, you look at something like cancel culture. Like people, the reason people like cancel culture so much is because you can get rid of somebody that you never really fucked up with anyway on justifiable means. Like, yeah. if you never really like Dave, Dave Chappelle, then like you'd be more than happy for him to go away on some like transphobic jokes and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So who's out here not liking Dave Chappelle? There's plenty of people according to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask them. So when you don't have that happiness, like you said, when you are able to do like, you know, go out into the world and blame everybody else for your life being so fucked up without looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is absolutely telling of your lack of happiness, like internal happiness. And I think that's the reason why you can have so many of the same toxic arguments in these more progressive circles as you would in those super toxic circles. Mm -hmm. Like how you can have these whole, like, screaming matches of people defending somebody like Dr. Umar, for example, or Kevin Samuels or whatever like that. Like, these, what's, not I mean, Kevin what's, Samuels, but...
1: What's, what's wrong with them?
0: <laughs> nothing, no, Nothing to you, obviously. <laughs> but like, no, like somebody like Dr. Umar or any, you can put any, like, place any man that's out here, you know, trying to be, like, a Umar type of like, leader or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And they're saying all these, you know, righteous things, they're talking about all this progression, they're talking about all this, like, you know, self All this liberation talk, but they're still like on the inside, like, you know, either misogynistic or very toxic in general. Um, A very unhappy person to have some type of disdain towards homosexual people. Mm -hmm. They still carry that same toxicity into these more progressive circles. So it speaks to like, what is that person actually doing to better themselves on the inside versus just using all these external accolades and acclaim to try to cover up that, you know, shallowness on the inside and just present themselves as someone who has it all together.
1: I mean, I I guess when you talk about people with those kind of faults, they don't see them as faults. Like They don't see that they're homophobic. They think that, yeah, that's a big part of it. Yeah, they don't, you know, they don't see that they're misogynistic. They really think men should run everything or, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. objectifying women is okay. Right. They really believe these things in their head. While those are a bit extreme, like, there's, I'm sure there's, there's a lot more nuanced situation. <laughs> <laughs> Women should be objective. No, but um, I mean, you're going,
0: man. Fuck that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so real. <clears throat> that's why I get frustrated because that's when you get the people who just look for somebody to just regurgitate what they've already said mm-hmm. and just the same rhetoric that they don't actually know a good friend of mine was talking about the other day how like, the most aggravating thing about the internet, this would go to your point, is it is a, a lot of people who just be arguing about shit they don't actually know. Yeah, Like, they be saying stuff, they know, you know, you can go on Google real quick, do a quick search or whatever, find something that that, that aligns with what you already believe, come back to the clubhouse or whatever, regurgitate that shit and just yell back and forth about this very surface level knowledge of something that you and, you and the other person don't really know what y'all are talking about. But like, in your effort to look like you're that liberator, that like you know that progressive, um, torchbearer, yeah, you can just do some shit like that and put somebody on blast with a bunch of line one-liners, and it feels like people are so scripted. Like it feels like that like people are reading a script or something, of like things to say when somebody says this. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very annoying and very disheartening in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: but. I don't know, man. I just, I just think people don't want to focus on themselves because the, the work is hard. The work is hard, and I mean, I, I can admit that I haven't done work on myself. Like, like you can see the work that you have to
0: do. Yeah. Be like, this, this is, is like, fuck,
1: man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ain't faulting nobody, but at the same time, like I don't want to dive myself into a, a struggle or uh would you say what was the word you use uh, social justice and societal revolution <laughs> yeah because that's not really I mean I care but not like that <laughs> like and that's just really like, <laughs> I remember uh I remember watching uh what is that dude name? I can't remember but he's a comedian the dude had a show on NBC uh Gerard Carmichael oh. and he was talking about how like people make you feel bad. For not being a part of like the struggle and and the other shit.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm there. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm there. Like I care. Just not like y'all do. Right. And so I don't know, man. I just, I just think that work on yourself and be intentional about what you're doing Uh for yourself. Like if you really with the social justice shit, make sure it's for you and not because you know. You'll,
0: you'll, the people around you were doing it. Exactly. You know, figure your own shit out. So I want to say one last thing about this. Like, and I know you. We've gone back and forth about this because you didn't really. I felt like you didn't really grasp what depression really was. Oh yeah, I li-
1: I'll admit that. I full well did not know what depression was. Yeah, like. Nor did I really uh, respect when people. I ain't gonna say respect, but believe when people said they were
0: depressed? I remember you said, like, I don't know about this depression shit, man.
1: I I still do have an issue when people self-diagnose themselves,
0: (laughs) but go ahead. (laughs) I feel like depression is a large reason that you have so much mania in these conversations because people, so many people just feel bad and some of those people can recognize why they feel bad, but a lot of people can't. And when, you're so, when, you've been, when you feel bad so much that it becomes like a norm for you, mm-hmm. which is what depression in a lot of ways is. And then you have any type of outlet to put that, like you said, that blame, that work on somebody else, mm-hmm. you, you jump at that opportunity. And so one thing I struggle with is in a lot of these social justice circles is I see so many people, which these are marginalized people, so it makes sense why they would be depressed. But so many people fighting with depression, taking it out on people who seen as like oppressors or you know toxic ones, or whatever that. And while the means of what they're you know attacking, or going in on a person is about is justified, like you see in the approach and the execution that is coming from a very harmful place. Yeah, like it's cancer culture in itself. Like it's just over the topness, irrational. Yeah mimicking mimicking the very behavior of the people that you say are oppressing you, it's hard to criticize that without, you know, victim blaming that person for what they are going through. Yeah. Um, so I just want to put that out there. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: is, this is your topic since yeah. you care about people's personal health. Support. I do, man.
0: I do. <laughs> we go to the next thing. Yeah,
1: y'all niggas just get it together in my opinion. Oh. Um, <laughs>
0: Oh, so I think you kind of touched on this earlier. So why does it seem like so many, I guess we kind of already answered this question. Why does it seem like so many people kind of restrict other people and they're defining their self-liberation in in so many conversations. Like in a lot of, I guess you could say, revolutionary African pride conversations. Like I see so many people look at somebody who's like, who identifies as like non-binary or something or, queer whatever that and say like, you know, that's a product of white supremacy whatever that they try to like smash that out. Why they themselves are talking about some type of liberation and social justice circles. Why does that happen? And why does it also seem like people who deem themselves more progressive, who dismiss traditionalist values, kind of trade that like traditional form of oppression with like another cult-like mentality of now we all have to follow these certain rules if you don't follow these rules, you get canceled. Mm. So if you're like
1: non-binary,
0: but like super Christian or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, got you. Something like
1: that. I don't know, man. I mean, because everybody wants <laughs> the power, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> the <laughs> power. <laughs> power.
0: That, I think that's it. I think it's that deeply ingrained. Like when like you say you don't even realize it, like you're chasing the very thing that you're saying is killing other people. like yourself. You're saying it's killing you. But you're pursuing that shit. Harness it. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Harness funny. it and rule with an iron fist. <laughs> and he so, said, every opinion doesn't have to be public. Yeah, I believe that.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, it's just easy to imitate. Like when, I guess when you don't know how to lead, you just do what you see. You yeah. know what I mean? And oftentimes, the wrong person gets the, the pedestal of, uh, I guess the one in charge, you know what I mean? So hmm. if you don't know what you really doing, like you said before, yeah, and you just kind of blurting out what you've heard before or how you think you're supposed to go. Right.
0: Then you're going to get situations like this. And it's so bad because people are such good talkers. Yeah. Like, people have mastered how to present themselves, how to prop themselves up in front of people so well and like say that whole like soliloquy of yeah. you know all these you know buzzwords and <laughs> words that's not easy to, not easy to pronounce. Quotes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh, Audrey Lord quotes and stuff. <laughs> they can just spot them off in a, in a room full of people who don't really know the readily know the information. They mm-hmm. can't really respond right away, and you can be looked at as like, oh shit, that know what the fuck you talking about? Now. I don't want to use it in for that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> damn, that is that nigga man. He he gonna lead us to freedom. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he gonna get us free. Yeah, man. It's it's rough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm just over it, man. Over
1: what man? I'm over like us always having a struggle, man. Like I'm, I feel like we just go from one struggle to the next. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, golly, like Oh, okay, white people racist. Yeah, we get it. Okay, now we got the cops. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we got the whole system. Now we got to abolish the whole thing. Now we got to just turn everything over.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> Nigga, fix yourself. <laughs>
0: let, 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 be clear, though, I think that's a, this is an issue that like, everybody's suffering right now. I, I get it. Yeah.
1: I get it, but like, I feel like that's how we, that's how a lot of black folk are currently living their life. Like, they're going to go from one struggle to the next and to the next and to the next.
0: We're well, we going to talk about Afrofessimism on a future episode, right?
1: Yeah, I guess we got to so like get into that. We're gonna get into it, but but damn, man, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Like I feel you. No, I feel you. I feel you a thousand percent. Especially in America, when it gets commodified, like if it comes, like like I was, I'm not gonna go on a rant, but like I was trying to say about Lovecraft and shit. <laughs> And ain't nobody <laughs> that no, I got everybody. Ain't nobody
1: nobody wanna hear him till nobody, two months ago.
0: bro. like I said, not gonna be a rant. But like one thing that I am happy about what happened is that people are more and more people are starting to see what I was talking about. And that I can't be mad at that. Frustrated that I got aired out a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Over the same shit. But you know, everybody get that, like, I gotta keep reminding myself, everybody gets to there at different time. Also, listen to fucking I'll be talking about
1: because <laughs> I'm a prophet.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm a whole prophet out here. <laughs> you see the dress, man. So, yeah. Oh man. So I mean, since you talked all the struggle talk, man, how can we get people self-liberated out here? Like, how can we make people focus on your fucking self? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to get self-liberated is self. Okay. <laughs> so, how do you balance that? Are you are you currently working on this, or is this like a I'm currently working on me. So how do you balance that, like, working on self between, you know, putting self, self-preservation self and selfishness straight up? Like, selfishness always wins. Well, <laughs> when I say selfishness, I mean, like, it has to come at the expense of other people. I don't know if that's actually... Oh, okay. No,
1: that, okay, well, that was, wrong. that was the wrong word to use. Yeah. Um, I just don't let other things, like, burden me. Like, if it's something out there, and, well, uh, oh, it's happened... Years ago, we like, I just got to the point where like I wasn't gonna do it. Like, I have to worry about me first, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and it comes at the expense of other people sometimes, or whatever. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold a burden on myself that doesn't belong to me. Like, while while racism and police brutality and all these things affect me, I'm I'm not gonna let it burden me down and make it my struggle because I I just don't want it to be my struggle. I respect everybody who who's working to get those things fixed and I appreciate them. But for me, myself, I'm working on what I want to, which is myself. And that may sound selfish or whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it is, is what it is. Like, that's where I choose
0: to focus my time at. And just for clarity, are you saying, when you say it's not your struggle. Are you saying it's not your, it's not your, f- I'm not going to, I'm not
1: going to, uh, devote my time like other people are for that fight. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's part of, you know, my struggle.
0: Trying to make sure you ain't pulling the Tim Scott out here. man. Right
1: nah, baby. I mean, you, hey, <laughs> police reform. It'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got to do the, what's the man that got that? Yeah, you, gotta, you, just get the <laughs> you gotta, got to do it all the way up there. Tim Scott ain't got, he's the only black dude I ever see with no top lip.
0: Because he ain't black. You <laughs> <laughs> a white dude in disguise. Um yeah, you said you're not gonna be at the front lines. I'm not, I'm just not, which is understandable. Like, I think that's becoming more normalized. You think so? I think so. I don't think I don't see a lot of spaces myself, anyway, where someone says, like, um, and I've seen this from predominant people who are like, you know, very well known leaders in communities say, like, yo, I'm just not gonna talk about black death in public. Yeah, like, I'm just not gonna speak on it. And like, their following was like, yeah, we get that, we understand that. Um, it depends on your circles, of course, but I think it's become normalized that like people can say like, "Yo, I'm just, I'm not about this activist life. Like, I'm not about to... I'm not trying to read all these books. I'm not trying to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? have these conversations that are actually wearing me down." Right? Um,
1: I don't mind. I don't me myself. I don't mind having the conversations. Yeah. In uh, like casual circles, especially like trying to get white people to just understand where black people are coming from. Right. But these whole deep dives on like what revolution is and how we can actually seek, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a solution to the problem of police brutality and all these other things, like outside of cops treating black people like people, I don't know what else to tell you. Like <laughs> I don't know how to fix it, you know. And I, I just don't want to do that. Like I don't want that to be my you know, I don't want to say hill I die on, but I don't want it to be my struggle like that. Like, I don't want that to be my life's work in a way.
0: Yeah. I feel that, I guess the only part I get a little tripped up at is I do believe it is everybody's responsibility in a sense to learn the origins of these things and therefore, like, why these things keep happening. Like, I don't don't think it's particularly, like, productive if people don't know how police actually originated but they're constantly talking about police reform yeah you know what i'm saying because you don't even know where you're speaking from like you don't even know the basis of it and that's on purpose don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. it's not your fault per se but if you're saying like police need to stop killing us like da 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 da, like i think you got to go to the the root cause yeah and at least learn that yeah and once you learn that, you can have more educated conversations about these things now, if you want to be people that just don't want to talk about none of this stuff and just go about, I mean, I don't agree with that. But I mean, that's that's on you. I can't I don't believe in forcing anybody to do anything. Yeah. But if you are trying to have these conversations, like at least have informed conversations. Yeah. Because I think it's more dangerous. You said it just like all opinion. Yeah. Just all yeah, and that's speculation and just what you heard from, you know, from <laughs> <Facebook>? <laughs> I was to say Democrats. Um um, bro, they're, bro, like they're
1: here to help us. The Democrats are here for us, okay?
0: Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing about it. But as far as like being at the front line, as far as getting to deep stuff, because I will say, like, as somebody who is about like all that stuff you just named, um, it does get real mentally, and you do have to pull back even when you're in there mm-hmm. at times. Because like, I mean, like I said, I just finished Afro-Pessimism. I've been reading this book called Glitch Feminism. All these things about like not only getting to the origin of what we do, the things that we do, but like with the current system, like where we're going to be seen in this world, period. Like if things don't just completely crumble down and get rebuilt, that's some like real shit that you have to like cope with. And yeah, it's critical theory. So like, you know, no one knows for sure. Yeah. But like, if you do believe these things, which I do believe a lot of them because it makes sense, that's some shit like you got to come to terms with like, damn, like what the fuck do I do in my life now? That's not something I could—I would just wish on just anybody. Cause that's a lot, especially if you got like a family and you are making a good living for yourself. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's some real yeah. shit. So, <laughs> like, I think it's good to know where you stand and be honest about it. Um, but did you? Oh, you said you just put yourself first. Um, yeah, for the most
1: part, yeah,
0: I I try to, and I don't try and do it selfishly. Well, in a way, I mean in kids, a way it's selfish. You can't just be hungry. You should be eating a cheeseburger in front of her face. Like, I don't know what to do with me, baby. I'm right. hungry too. I'm the one with the job. You want to do feats that's falling off the edge? <laughs> you want to drip <laughs> a mustard? just it No, I'm just talking about with these society issues. <laughs> that's all I'm talking about. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh I'm learning to redo that myself. And like it was so funny because I would put myself first in so many ways, because I just as a single child, I'm just used to that. But in other ways. I'm learning that I felt like for the longest, if I made a certain commitment to somebody at one point in time, like I owe them that for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And for me to break that off with them, even if it's hurting me, for me to break that off with them is me being an insincere, insincere, dishonest, toxic person and just completely not acknowledging the fact that I need to do that for myself. Yeah. Um, I'm learning that is helping me do that. Like I got good at that. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you a real quick story. <laughs> Will has always been about himself. Like, always. And not to the point that, I mean, sometimes you'd be an asshole about it. But, like, <laughs> I always knew it was about him. But one day, you remember this? Shit? We was downtown with um Brandon and, like, I think Blair and them. Mm-hmm. Partying it up because we was young. Having fun. And I w- I rode with Brandon. And he parked in the garage. And it was, uh, like, a restricted garage. Yeah. And we got, re- got ready to go. <laughs> this is when you had the... um. The Drop top. Oh, oh the the Sebring? Yeah, that we thought was like a fucking <laughs> Tulsa, uh, Tesla Tulsa. <laughs> I keep telling the Tulsa. Tulsa. Um, so we went back to the end of the night to you know go in the car. So we was talking stuff. Will, Will <laughs> went off of his car. We go out to get to Brenda's car. All we see is glass on the ground. Ain't no car in sight. <laughs> and so <laughs> Brandon thinks somebody right, stole his shit. Like he he freaking out. I called Will, like, yo. <laughs> Go through real quick. Um, can you pick this up? Like something happened. To, um, bring the car. Will pulls around. Never gets out of the car. Like he's in the car with the car on. <laughs> he's in the car with the car on, and it's actually not in park. Like he's actually just on the on the get on, on the on break. So you so so you remember all of this? I do. I remember so vividly.
1: <laughs> you paint me out to be the bad guy.
0: Because you are. <laughs> so we think his car got stolen, whatever, like that. But then we see a sign. It says, like, no parking here, you know, Schroders, you know, them niggas. yeah dollars like, get your car out. Yeah. So he calls the number, sure enough, his car got told. So, like, as Brandon's having a conversation on the phone, like, coming to Revelation, his car got told, Will's, like, pulling off, like, so y'all good, or... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I would have never done something like this. <laughs> <laughs> I would at least get y'all a ride to the tow yard.
0: No, you didn't, bro. Like, we had, we had, um... I think Mike or Blair had a car one. See? With us. So you y'all like, was good. <laughs> was like, so y'all straight or like while he's riding off, Brandon's like, I think we good. He like, all right, man, i see y'all. You <laughs> ain't nowhere to go. Like you just, just supposed to babysit y'all?
1: It's how was. look, look, look. From my point of view, y'all had a problem. Y'all figured out the problem. Y'all had a solution. So you couldn't what was like, that? Emotional him? support? Yes. For niggas I didn't know, you know me. It wasn't your car. It was my best friend's car. Well, you use best friend a whole lot, boy, I tell you. <laughs> you Clearly too much. I gotta rephrase it for you. That's fine too. That's fine too. I'll be at the house when you do it.
0: <laughs> I know you will. Yeah, man. Um, but don't be like, well, um, definitely put yourself no. first though. Be selfish. <laughs> I think people are learning more and more. Um I will say the annoying thing about people learning is people keep people posting these like tired ass quotes, man. Like we we talking about the damn quote, the whole. Yeah, what it'd be some bullshit, <laughs> it was be a nigga of, at the ocean or some shit, like at a pier, like looking in the in the ocean of. No one has your back but yourself. At the end of the day.
1: <laughs> if they weren't
0: here for you the, on your worst
1: days, some shit like- <laughs> you can't be here for my best.
0: Oh, some niggas smoking a, a blunt or some shit by himself and a on a rooftop or some shit. Like um, it's that's the aggravating part of it. But I think people are learning, like, yeah, people ain't always down for you. I think being selfish is perfectly fine. I think it's it's being more and more normalized for good reason. Yeah. Like people learn that people will use you in a heartbeat. But Will didn't get to that part, he just started off selfish. Y'all so niggas great. was good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back to the house. Oh boy. All right,
1: man. So I'm gonna ask Mike's super uh super PC question. How do we encourage one another to live a liberated life? That's what we just discussed. It, no, we didn't. Oh that you
0: was know. your whole selfishness answer.
1: <laughs> oh, my B. I I was just trying to put you on blast for being on PC and shit. How was
0: our PC about it? you just PC. you just a PC nigga. I'm a relatively PC nigga. <laughs> like, I ain't always... <laughs> you super PC. Compared to y'all niggas? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to our circles? Yeah, I'm very PC. So really just fake PC since you no, in the same... So know. since you in the circle, I'm here to correct y'all niggas. You in the circles, this... I'm the revolutionary kind of breaking it to infiltrate these forces of y'all's internalized toxicity to help y'all get on the path to recovery. Shut up, man. It's a hard process
1: the future yeah. would we'll call
0: you a simp he would, I would. <laughs> <laughs> he would. <sighs> Oh, okay we're we gonna get your thirst of the week that you yeah didn't show anybody but yourself
1: this week's thirst of the week please
0: <sighs> what
1: sucking suck a peen if, if that's what I want to do, that's okay. That is fine. For you. Don't make, don't make jokes about. I'm it. I'm not making jokes. I'm just. Saying Y'all that had some, dude. We, hey, we were hey, we were laughing. We were laughing. I was talking to this dude, bro. He was like, I said something like mildly gay. He was like, dang it. I was like, whoa, who's still mom? That's what <laughs> I said. That's what I said. That's, I was like, whoa, you really took that shit back to the nineties, like, didn't is you? Out here and that the was the Superman. first time in years I've been called the f word.
0: Wow. That see that the only person I know who's gotten away really with, with, with it recently was Dave Chappelle in that one special. Oh yeah, I don't know who's doing up phones in twenty one one. That's that's awful. well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go
1: ahead to year your- Oh yeah, Thursday of the week for this week, Clarissa Shields. Yeah, pull her up. I'm about to pull her back up. <laughs> pull your meat out. Beautiful black woman. Oh she he on the back. On. Yeah. Oh, there she go. Oh, there you go. All right. Oh she- Shields, two-time Olympic, 12-time world champ, two-time undisputed, and three-time division world champ. That's what I be. Pro boxer. Um, she's actually having her first professional MMA fight, June 10th, uh in professional uh fighting league. Uh, it's not the UFC.
0: But not come to UFC. But we're
1: getting there. I don't want to see you <laughs> get them get them hands put on her by Nunez. I
0: don't
1: Nunez probably take her straight down, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man. She's dope. She's got a really good uh IG and she has been training with John Jones and okay. Holly Home. Um so she might actually win this first fight. See? Right?
0: First, when is the
1: first fight? First fight is June 10th
0: had to buy that. Oh, I don't know about this PFL man. <laughs> it's gotta be cheap. It's gotta, what like $9. <laughs> $9.99 <or something? laughs> Let me stop talking about it. Well, yeah, yeah, man.
1: You can catch her on her IG, uh Clarissa Shields, um, on everything, really. And she's from Flint, so you know, she's been oh, drinking. She, I mean, she's drinking that dirt water, <laughs> so she's strong. <laughs> so she, like, you know, buffed up now. Yeah, she buffed up now. I mean, the water That's made her water strong. Mentioned. So,
0: yeah, That's man. Terrible. Check out. That's what's up, man. Please stop. Oh boy. Well, this is a good episode, man. (laughs) Um Yeah, let us know what y'all do to liberate yourselves in your personal lives. Um like Will said, put yourself first. Um if you don't want to be revolutionary, don't do it. But do learn more about the world and people around you. And just treat people nicer, man. Treat yourself nicer. Make yourself some ice cream tonight. On me. I not actually want me but, but I don't will You got the money over here I don't um, Not here i was. sorry I just got to <laughs> You got <say> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> We love y'all man We'll see y'all next time man. Peace, Peace out. out Thank y'all for joining us Thank y'all Everyone makes fun of your dancing every time huh? Everyone makes fun of your dancing every time Hey bro, every time. bro They just They just ain't got it like me No one has it like you.